0: Sissoko, finally waited. Erickson low, great ball into the middle. What a save by Heaton. Tonight's Davison Sanchez, Lucas Mora. And belted into the lip. brilliant goal. On debut, Tongue Ongombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Mora clips it. Oh, great goal! Steven Bergman! Has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Aurier! What a finish for 3-2 from Serge Aurier! First hand hit Kane. Good area for Spurs and Kate's not afraid to shoot. Wow, what a goal! Hurricane, that is exceptional. Try and place it. Wonderfully taken by Eric Lamella. Never afraid to take on a shot and with good reason. Terry in the Burnley Pad line Son breaks forward. Oh, wow, what a run! Yun Min from inside his own half has scored one of the best goals of his Spurs career.
2: Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the new Spurs Order pod. Ah, uh, it's been, it's been a really good couple of weeks for Spurs. I mean, since that Man United game, it's just been smiles. It's just been smiles. And where we thought we'd we take a little bit of a break, because obviously there was an international break and come back, maybe you'd think there was gonna be a little bit of rustiness, but no, it's still happy days all round. Um I'm on hosting duties today, Tapping Tobes. I'm joined by uh, my fellow co-host, Dave, regular on the pod. How are you doing, bro? I'm all good,
3: man. I'm all good. Like you said, all smiles. All All all, smiles. All smiles. I cannot complain.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you can't. I'm sure you can't. We're also joined by a special guest overseas, abroad, stateside. Uh, Asa, what are you saying? You are right?
1: yeah I, I just think that we should we should take a moment of silence for uh arsenal's top four uh possibilities you know
2: not yet bro those words out in the air because the last thing you want us to do is get clipped yeah you don't want us to get clipped now i mean come at me at me just chill sh- it. yeah it, it, it. it's a karma karma Slowly, steady wins the race when we're in a position to flex. We go and flex, yeah. Cool, that's
3: that's, that's that funny. American bravado, man. American <laughs> <laughs> job, man. I mean, you got my, my man cookies. see peace signs before he scores a touchdown, yeah,
2: bro. <laughs> hey, so we don't flex until the job's done. Until the job's done, listen, it's just running the job's mill.
1: not done, all, all right, all right, job's not done,
2: just running the mill. <laughs> and uh, we got we got uh, a, a, another regular on the pod, uh, regular co host tops. Coming back from work, looking like he's dressed up to go to. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm not even going let, let me know. Let me know. Let me allow it. Let me allow it for today. How are you doing, bro?
4: How are we, guys? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Sorry. I just, uh yeah, a little bit of a late one, but it's fine.
2: No problem, man. No problem. It's good to have you here. It's good to have you all here. As I said, it's been a really good couple of weeks in the Land of Spurs, man. Uh, I guess before we start, the usual housekeeping as well. Um, make sure you subscribe to all our socials at Newspers or the one word on uh, Twitter, on Instagram as well. Make sure you follow us on Instagram as well. Dave's been putting out some really cool content on there as well that you lots should check out. Get to, know, get to know us a little bit more and get our thoughts game to game as well. Make sure you subscribe to the main um, pod handle as well, so at Touchline Frackers, which is one word. Um, if you're interested in Five Aside as well, Make sure to send us a DM if you're good. We only want ballers, yeah? If you're dead, forget about it. But if you're good, yeah, we want ballers. We If you're good and you support Spurs and you like five-a-side football and you don't mind playing once every couple weeks on a Sunday, we need you. This is for you. So drop us a DM and we'll take it from there. But guys, let's get straight into it. There's no better place to start than Newcastle. Newcastle. The Saudi boys. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, take it away, man. Um Newcastle, gimme, let me actually just, before we actually get into the game, let me start off with your thoughts. What was your expectation? Like seeing the lineup and sort of um anticipating kickoff? Like what were you expecting out of the game?
3: Yeah, well, I think I, I expected a win. Um I didn't care how it came. We just had to win. I know <clears throat> I know the tobes. You were like, "Yo, I just, I'm willing to smash them up," blah blah blah. Me, I'm just looking for three points. That's all I want. Um, it's weird because we played them the first game after they got taken over, didn't we? <clears throat> and um, I think they scored in the first ten minutes, maybe or something. Like At Callum Wilson, um, who obviously missed this recent game, so there's always a little bit of symmetry with us and them. You know, they they were on a good run. Um, they picked up some points. It looked like they're safe from relegation, um, and now they're they're coming to Spurs and then. It's one of the things that we have to get the job done. Um, we know, Man United dropped some points. <clears throat> West Ham won. Obviously, Chelsea. We're not focusing on trying to get third. But if if something if miraculous happens and we did, hey, we inject it. Um, you lot got to chill. You <laughs> lot <gotta> chill, man. <laughs> so this, is no, this, this is what I want from This
0: is what chill. I
3: want it right, <laughs> rubbing up. It's, it's Americans it's rubbing up on me, man. Um, <laughs> On the real, on the real. Um, obviously, it's, it was just one, you know. Chelsea dropped by edge. We, You know, everyone's laughing, blah blah blah. Um, what you don't want is then to to you know get tripped up by Newcastle because regardless of how much money they've got, they've not spent three hundred million. They've not rebranded their team. They are still are Newcastle. It still is a um, a giant killing if they were to knock us off our momentum. Um, and I think the last time I was on, I, I spoke about us being a traffic light FC. I think I, I called us. You know, we were winning. Losing, winning, losing. But why I didn't realise, we'd won five out of six league games in that run. So I was like, actually, in the things that really matter, because let's be honest, what we really want is top four. We want, we want to finish as high in the league. We know it's important for Conte. We know it's important for Harry Kane. We know it's important for our summer spending. Um, so we have to keep the pressure on. And so, yeah, for me, it was just, let's just get a win um, by any means necessary. If it's one nil scrappy penalty in the 88th minute, um, cool if it's whatever you know, if, if it was obviously f- we won 5 1 in the end. Um, the team was settled, Ben 10, Romero, Kane, that 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 spine. Um, I do not think we'll keep a clean sheet because we know what our defense can be like. Um, but yeah, I just wanted us to, to get a win,
2: fair, fair, fair enough, man, fair enough. And uh, Asa, I'll, I'll come to you. Um, I guess obviously. As, as with all things Premier League, you're always sort of catching up. Um uh, when you saw no Regulon in the team, because there was the news obviously that he wasn't gonna make it, um when you saw no Regulon in the team, did that sort of did that sort of add in any doubt to this fixture or were you with the same mind that Dave, which is that Spurs are winning this game by hook or crook?
1: So when I saw no regular and I saw it was it was Doherty on on the left, um I was a little bit concerned, like I, I'm, I'm not going to lie, like, you know, cause you always want to like focus on your team first without regard to the opponent. Um, but, you know, after sort of that, like initial, like Darty and Emerson, you're like, Oh God, it's going to be one of these, you know, you take a step back and you're like, is, is Ryan Frazier really going to punish us with this? Like, is that, is that, if, if, if so, we don't deserve to be in these discussions anyways. So I was the same as Dave, like after, after like the first sort of, initial shock of the whole thing, not shock, but like annoyance, um, you know, of, of not having, you know, either of our top two left backs or left wing backs, you know, Sass is still out. Um, Yeah. I sort of was like, you know what, if Doherty can't do the job and if, and if Emerson can't do the job, then we're screwed much, much more than I thought we were. So I was, I was the same way, like get, get the win. I mean, I still, I still was looking at it like this is, this is a goal differential game, right? Like going into it, you're like, Okay, like let's let's make up some of those goals, uh, and they did the job. So it wasn't, you know, it was enough to win. But but those 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 extra goals will will be helpful, you know, pretty immediately, I guess.
2: Fair enough, man. And listen, I think I saw I, I echoed both of your thoughts as well. Of course, I wanted a little bit more, I wanted a little bit more sauce, a little bit more dip on the chip, as far as the the result and the scoreline was concerned. But first and foremost, it was a win. I would have taken a 1-0. I would have taken a scummy 2-1. Um, but th- th- the way we won was 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 fantastic. Um, Topps, I'm going to actually come on to you then because I know we actually met up um, at the game as well. Uh, what were your thoughts on the first half at half-time? Um, obviously, Newcastle took the lead under dubious circumstances as well. I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, talk to me about... The goal that they scored, and then talk to me about our immediate response, man.
4: Yeah, the first half was um, it was a bit of a funny one because um, I thought we started quite well. Uh, Newcastle, you know, being fifteenth in the league, built a bit of confidence recently. They, they came and they were they seemed to be quite structured. Uh, two banks of four. There was very few spaces for us to get into. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I was feeling like into probably about twenty. 25 minutes off, I was feeling fairly confident we were keeping the possession pretty well like you know better than we've done recently moving it from side to side trying to find little gaps even though there weren't many and when they scored to be honest with you I was I was pissed off because I was more like first of all I didn't think that we should have given that foul away where we did and I also think well from where I was sat I didn't think Hugo did much wrong, but then everyone says, and now I've seen it as well, that with the wall on the opposite side and the ball coming towards his side, he should have saved it. He should have saved it. But in my opinion, at that point, I was still of the opinion that we were still going to get a goal. We were still going to... And actually, it was really important that we we got a goal before half-time because, to be honest with you, we hadn't played badly. You know, we hadn't created that much, but that was their first chance and that was their real, real opportunity to score. So when we got a goal pretty much immediately um, what was it three minutes after with Ben Davies from this uh, from the the cross from sun I thought this is actually the perfect way to get back into the game um I think the crowd really needed that as well um, everyone was pretty I think you know the morale seemed high uh, once we got that once we got that equalizer and going into half time I just thought yeah all he's got to do is just motivate them to say, keep doing what you're doing. They're probably gonna break shape at some point in the second half and keep pressing those buttons in uh, in possession and trying to find the spaces. And obviously in the second half, like we know like straight away in the second half, that paid off.
2: Yeah, so uh, listen, I, I, again, I, I agree. I think, I think to be honest, it's, it's probably the most unsurprising thing ever that we're all probably gonna be in sync in terms of our view on, on Spurs on Sunday. But yeah, um, I'm of the same opinion as well i thought i thought their goal came out of nothing um i also agree that defensively they kept a good shape uh they tried to make it difficult for us but in them in them making it difficult for us they surrendered a lot of the ball to us um they didn't really care for for for, for laying a glove on us in the first half. to be i think we were pretty much camped in their in their um in their half But what I really liked was, even though there were still players that weren't really their their true selves and some players that weren't clicking into gear, I really liked the fact that Benton Core, I felt in the first half, I would say probably him, Romero and Ben Davies were probably like the solid performers. where um, Benton Core was constantly finding gaps in a team that were doing their very best to close off as, as much space as possible in his passing. We did it like three, four times, found quite a few people in space and we didn't really make much of it. So um, again, as well, I think getting that goal immediately after they scored really set the tone. And I think you're right from a morale perspective. It could have easily been one of those ones where, we, where you're like, oh, heading into halftime, oh, is it happening again? Like they've just scored a goal out of nothing. We've been in this situation before, etc., etc. But the way that they literally scored straight away told me, yeah, we're not on bullshit today. Like, they know the importance of this fixture. They know they have to get three points. And boy, I'm going to let Dave speak on the second half because what we saw in the second half was an absolute battering, a beatdown, man. Oh, delicious. Dave, take it away.
0: It
3: a five star buffet. Five star buffet. <laughs> uh, that's my opinion. I, I enjoyed to, to be honest, I just touch on the first half, Bentica, for me, was man of the match. Um, if you take the full 90, um, he was progressing the ball forward. And I think I said it in the group chat, I was like, we just need to be a little bit quicker in the forward positions and we'll score. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? Obviously, we get the first goal from a cross, which I don't remember our scoring many headers this season. Um, but Ben Davies is in there. You know, obviously, he's come from a corner. It's a second chance. Um, great delivery by Son. When you see it broken down in you know, in the halftime time. Analysis is is like peach perfect for how you want to get back into the box. Yeah, on the money. Um, and then, second half, boy, it reminded me of the Everton game where it's like every time we got the ball, we thought we were going to score. And it's characterized by the fact we had, what, six shots on target, five of them were goals. Um, they only had one shot on target, which was their goal. Um, and, and we just dominated in so many different ways, and their shape was getting run ragged. You know, Newcastle and, and teams like that, you know, lower down the league are teams that cannot overcome a two-goal deficit. Can't over, they can't chase the game. They don't have the, the fluid structures that a top-six team or top-eight team would have to, once the game is going a little bit the wrong way, to stem that tide. Um, and we just had to be ruthless. And, you know, for us to score five goals with Kane not having a shot on target, um, different players scoring, popping up in the right places, even the shots off target, um, we genuinely thought, we're gonna score it, and, and it's it's a very exciting place to be. And I can only imagine what it was like for you guys being in, in the crowd watching it. You must be losing your heads. Well, I know Toby, losing your head, always, <laughs> like.
2: it was fantastic
3: <laughs> <laughs> win, lose, or draw. <laughs> so, just, just to see, it. No,
2: there was no, <laughs> but it is going be, it's fine, it's fine, you're right. I and guess, just
3: yeah. to see, it, I was like, I like, I genuinely, even when they scored the first goal, I went, We're not losing, like. We played too well up to that point. It's unfortunate. Luis. that's his error, Jermaine. And he has that in him still. We, I think we have to go big this summer and try upgrade that position because you can even see if you ever watch the Conte cam when when Luis scored, when Luis lets that ball in, Conte's just like... And imagine, I can imagine you thinking, this is a World Cup winner. This is, you know... Come on, man. Yeah, but <laughs> he know? has that in him, man. He has that in
4: him, on He does,
3: but... Guys, again...
2: Maybe it's just a Hugo sympathizer in me because I actually love Lloris. I really love Lloris, and I love a player who mm-hmm. like him. He's been a stalwart for the club, and he's been so loyal. But I think you make a point, Dave, where it's a position that we need to, to to look at upgrading sooner rather than later because we don't want to get to a point where he's completely inept at his job. Like we don't want to get to a point where he's where those th- that mistake on on the sunday the 10th for first third or whatever it was is a weekly thing like this season really and truly i can count on, on my hands the amount of b- bad games a reese has had yeah but what we don't want is where it's almost too many to count and i think as he gets older it's natural that that's that's what it's going to get to if we don't replace him um in due time asa um i know obviously we're going to speak on the second half in general but um what was your view of the sort of blitz uh, that you saw uh, after <laughs> halftime?
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's precisely what you want, right? Like, so so I I'll, I'll say this: like, I was I was very nervous after that after that goal by by Newcastle. Um, like, especially like um like I keep going back to that that first chance that uh that Kane had. It was like in the fifteenth or twentieth minute that like like he he turned around and just like hit it just a bit wide a way that he doesn't normally miss. Like he doesn't nor- normally miss like pulling. And I, and I was thinking to myself, like, is it going to be one of those? And then they, they get that, you know, Sonny has that like half challenge where he didn't really go for the ball and just sort of put his leg there to get fought. Like it was just, it was just like one of those things. So, you know, Davis get that, gets that header, like great. And then like, it just started to like, look like Kante ball, right? Like just, Passes pinging and 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 it was it was like it was weird to see it this team in possession stringing together four five six passes that led to a shot and not just like recycling the ball backwards or or holding possession to do nothing so um i that that second half beyond the goals like look like if you get six shots on goal and you get five goals like that's not that's not repeatable we're not going to do that you know every game but. I was much more encouraged by the way that the ball was moving. I think Dave said like every single time in the second half that, that Spurs got the ball, you were like, goal's coming. Um, And that's partially because Newcastle, you know, is Newcastle uh, for another three months. Um, But, you know, more than that, it's like, the team looks like they're, they're, they're clicking a little bit. And I think, you know, we, we all wanted to see Conte come in and make this his team. Well, this is a Conte team. You know, you got wing back scoring. You got, you know, Benton Kerr and, and Kulishevsky are so essential to this team. And those are Conte guys. So, you know, I, I'm much more encouraged by the play than the goals. Like, look, I love goals. That was awesome. Like watch, watching a keeper have no ability to deal with what's going on in front of him is very, very funny to me. Um, and and that's what happened with Newcastle. Um, but But it was more like the connecting play, right? Like it wasn't just Hey, Kane! Can you, you know, make an awesome pass to Sonny running in behind? Which was the only offense Spurs had for like eighteen months, and now it's something different, which which is encouraging. Good to me. Point. Good point. Very good point. Yeah,
3: so it's
2: a really good point. I, again, I agree with everything you said there. I think we're now starting to see the characteristics of a of an Antonio Conte side, um, and I think to a man in the second half, with the exception of that 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 fake Brazilian who scored. I was I was I was, actually, I was literally impressed with 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 everyone. Um, I felt everyone really capitalized on Newcastle sort of breaking out of their shape. And oh my god, they got they got panned, man. They got panned. Um, and I felt I felt we were clinical as well. I think to, we created like like six big chances, and we converted five. So really, truly, we, we only missed one. And then when you take into account the shots that we hit off target, that were. From far out, or even Steven Bergwijn's attempt that volley, Jesus Christ, that looked close. Um, tops. Oh start yeah. that went in,
1: yeah, He's <laughs> yeah, yeah, like go home. All Yeah, just like blow the whistle, at the Like we're not, we're not, we're not continuing to
2: do this. So, sure. so tops. Obviously, a couple things before yeah. we, we, um, a, a couple things here. So, uh, in fact, I'll probably give you two points. So Romero. Like yeah. Please talk to me about this this guy. Talk to, first yeah. of all, talk to me about Romero and then I want you to give me your verdict on number two.
4: No, I don't want to, I will. I will. I don't about it, um like I, I I don't know man, I feel like in my life I've been super lucky as a Spurs fan. I've you know I've been able to witness us have like quite a prefer- plethora of like quality, quality centre-backs. Um, you know, my earliest memory is of he who shall be named um, and then followed by uh, Ledley King, who I think was just was an absolute hero for me growing up, the way he come, he come through. And then for us to get players like Vertonghen and, you know, Alderweireld when he was at his peak, just, just incredible. But I, I genuinely feel like we have a player who has the potential to be called a world-class centre-back at the club in Romero. I, I really, I really do think that he is such a breath of fresh air in terms of us buying someone who does the job that he's supposed to do at the club. Like, there's so many different aspects of his game that are just just so good. Like, first of all, when I think about his his reading of the game, his ability to get to the ball before players anticipate things well, his ability on the ball. He's so—he's a typical Conte kind of defender And the fact that he's so technically gifted and he's very comfortable in doing things with and without the ball. He even does this amazing thing where players receive the balls from him and they don't even realise that it's coming from him because he's got a really good disguise of his past sometimes. One thing that I really, really think is so good about, his, his, his play as well, is his ability to read the game. And also, he completely backs himself in duels. He completely backs himself in situations. There were a number of times where I actually felt when ASM had maybe beaten Emerson, he almost was like, all right, bro, come on, come at me, see what you can do. And every time Romero was there to say, you know what, I'll take the ball from you now. Gonna I'm gonna beat you to it and I'm gonna move the ball on. Like I, I feel that we have such a good player in him, and it's funny because he's taken kind of a little bit of time to get used to the league. And there's obviously parts of his game that are still like, you know, we still kind of need to look at with regards to his set pieces and maybe maybe his leadership, maybe you know, with the language barrier and everything. But right now, I just think he performs at such a high level, and we are really starting to reap the benefits of paying top dollar. For a player in a position that we required we have a square we have a square peg in a square hole and it really really makes me happy and i and i'm going to go out on a limb and say i promise you this guy will probably be i actually think he's top five in the league at the moment in at center back i think he's top five in the league at center back and i think he will definitely be definitely someone who can develop into a world-class player in the next few years like i i still can't believe that we got him for what we did and I still can't believe that like he doesn't get the respect that he does, that he deserves. Because honestly, anyone who sees him as a Tottenham fan, just go into the games and watching him play live in the flesh. He's he's brilliant. Exactly. He's exactly. so physically imposing. He's, he's so brilliant. technically gifted. Like, oh I can't, I can't I can't say any more like about like negatives about his game. I'm I, I'm I'm so happy that we have him.
2: I think with him though, with, with Romero, and it's a bold statement you made with the first one. Like, I think with the, with the top five shots, like um, I get. I think with that one, he needs longevity. Like, and what I mean by that is he just. Uh, what what I mean by that is the way he's playing now, he just needs to maintain his the level that we know that he's capable of his current level. All he didn't need to do is just maintain that where he doesn't have a three month layoff, and he's playing week in week out and the narrative will be different and he will get that mass recognition because people people are starting to clock onto it now but they're only clocking onto it now because spurs are winning but we were saying these things in amongst losses heavy losses inconsistent form we were saying this guy is a quality center back and i think maybe like me personally like i'm always going to give i'm always going to give him credit but when it comes to comparing to other center backs in the league I almost don't want to, like, force the issue because I've been saying it for the longest. Those who don't hear must feel. Like, I'm only going to tell you how I feel about him. I'm not going to tell you what you should think of him. If you don't rate him, that's fair enough. But with time, if he stays fit, we know what the situation is with him. We we, we know it. Every Anyone who watches, anyone who's been watching Spurs this season closely knows that he's a ridiculous centre-back. Like, he's absolutely insane.
4: Yeah, he, he, he really is, he really is. Um Doherty, Oh, Doherty, I don't know, man. Like um personally, he's in a good he's in a good vein of thought. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. He's in Becoming good vein. Of thought, like, it's just it's just funny, like, Because right now, I still think the guy is lacking technically, but everything that's coming out of the club, everything that Conte's saying. Even like his interview at the end, when they asked him specifically about, about Doherty, they were like, "You know, what's your take?" And he's just like, "This is a player who didn't really take to you know the principles that I, I wanted a fullback to give me. This is a player who needed to work and to improve, and apparently he seems to be someone who's working hard every day to improve himself. And at this moment, at the moment he, you know he played kind of, kind of well at a left wing back. Um, he's ch- he's chipping in with goals and assists and regularly, and this is a, this is kind of frustrating because people want, it's like you want me to give you praise, but you've been basically garbage for like eighteen months. So I need to see a bit more than a a month period of good form, of of um of good good return in terms of G and As, good performances for me to then say okay, I'm now going to say I can trust you because at this point. Like he's playing well now, but if we could get rid of him and, and upgrade him in the summer, at this point, I still would.
2: Oh, absolutely,
1: he's playing. Need, need to, yeah. Go on, Aiza, take it away. I mean, like it's just like it's it's a funny thing with this because like for some reason, football fans have a memory of about like two games, like that, and 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 it's like suddenly like oh, Doherty, he's he's a guy you can you can use. We have eighteen months of this dude not being able to play. Um So like, I like, I'm with you tops. Like he's look, he's good. He's, he's been playing well. Like I'm, I'm into it. I'm glad he's working hard. It's his job. Like he he should be working hard in, in, in training. Um, But I want to, I want to like circle back on something you said about Romero. Like, you know, even in his bad games, like we've been saying the best moment for Romero this, this year, and I'll, I'll I'll argue this was him yelling in the face of Harry Maguire after that old goal that said more to me about, Romero than anything else that he's. Done that's what we love about yeah. him. Yeah, shit. he's he's like like Eric Lamella, but good at, at soccer or football. <laughs> yes, yes, legend. You're so right. Yeah. <laughs> so like I mean like Romero forever. Like I want him to stay at this club forever because like good at the game and also shithouse. house. Like that's all I want. But yeah, Doherty, give me give me another eight games of him being useful, and we, we can talk about him sticking around. <laughs>
2: Yeah, good point, man. Good point. He's 30 years old. People aren't deep in it. He's he's 30 years old. Listen, you lot know, I was riding for Matt Doherty. I, I wanted to first decide Matt Doherty, but, bruh, like you said, Tops, like, six good games does not undo 20 months of bullshit, bro. Literally 20 months of... I, I can't even describe... It's, it's It can only be something that's described as not as bad as Emerson right now. Because before <laughs> Emerson He was Emerson. Like, he... He literally looked like a fish out of water every single time he played for us. It was scary. Absolutely scary. Proper, proper scary. But anyway, um, Asa and Dave, I'm going to let you tag team on this but Dave, I'll come to you first. Talk to me about our dynamic duo, man. Um, in fact, I'll let you address Sun and then Asa can address Kane. So, uh, Sun, last two games. Yeah, so... We, we speak about it because... 14 Premier League goals this season now. I think it's like five or six assists. Um, He looks like he's starting to pick up, like we know he's been scoring, but he looks like he's actually starting to pick up four, in quotation marks. You know what I mean? Talk to me. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, about three weeks ago in one of my group chats, not not the NSO one, I I was talking about he's not world class. And I gave all all the reasonings, blah, blah, blah. Purple Patch, merchant, all that kind of stuff. And I think one of the guys must have screenshotted it and sent it to him. Um, or his dad. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> yo, since then he has embarrassed me. And I love it. I actually love it. Um he's he's putting in the work, <clears throat> he's obviously getting the um getting the system down. He knows when to make those runs. Um I think for me what was disappointing maybe, like, three or four matches ago, was just, if he's not in the final third, what's he doing? His, his hold-up play was rubbish. His link-up play was touch and go. You know, his touch was loose. He was slipping all over the place. I think it was... Um, I Man think United. The Leeds United, game. Yeah. Man United was one in the game, but even the oh, Leeds... Yeah, yeah the Leeds as well.
2: Um, yeah, you're right.
3: He was just slipping all over the place. The and right. Everton too. Everton and, too. too. Yeah, so it's weird because we were winning... So when you then turn around and go, oh, he's not, he's not world class. You, you know, people kind of go, oh, boy, like he's scoring goals. Um, but it looks like it's the second season in a row he's ready to break that 15 goal um, in the league mark. <clears throat> you know, uh, he's probably got a few more in him. And as we know, that link up with with Harry Kane is is legendary. It is it literally is well, we know it's historically great in terms of the numbers but there's not much you can do about it. And, you know, obviously people they listen to the point that I coach a little bit, one thing you can't coach against is pace. It's, it's rudimentary, but if, if you're coming up against pace, it's one of the most devastating things. And the, th- the fact that like he's got pace in abundance, he can finish on either foot. Um, he finished with his left. His I think left. Killed was, Jermaine left was, was, And then yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Defoe was in the, um, doing the and analysis and he was like, I don't think people realise how hard that is to do. Most people would trap with their left to shift onto their right. But he actually gets that element of surprise because he's like, no, 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 I don't have a weak foot. They were debating it in the um, in, in in the analysis. Like, I don't think he actually has a weak foot. You know, he scores with his left and right and he'll pack it either way. So I think it's, it's you know, as the comment just said, whether, You know, we are lucky to have him and I, I would never want <clears throat> to, you know, downgrade just if I don't free those world cards, doesn't mean I want to sell him. Um, but oh, this is
2: what I want to do. Top five. <laughs>
3: no, 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 I, don't, I don't
2: want to say it. No, <laughs> it. No, I'm no, saying I, it. I want him to hear it. I want him to hear it. come back into the chat and at me. <laughs> no, I,
3: I'd, I'd want, it, I'd, I'd want <laughs> him to stick around. Um, I want him to be there. You know, that's, that's just how it is. He's a great player for us. He's He obviously loves the club. The club loves him, you know, um, and, and he can he can give us world-class performances. Um, so it's, it's just, you know, he's going to be crucial for us finishing the season strong. Um, and like I said, that link-up. But then even with now Kulusevski, the three of them are on a wavelength. Like, Kane gets the ball, here's where I'm going to go. Kula gets the ball, here's where I'm going to go. Son gets the ball. here. When Kulusevski drops into the middle, people aren't even talking about that. He comes into the middle and, and he's so strong on the ball that he's an option for Benton Kerr and, and Hojberg to, to release the ball to him. So, yeah, um, it's good to see... He got the goal um was it one goal or two at the weekend uh i can't remember when he got Son.
1: <clears throat> yeah he got
3: he got one goal
1: one and then he yeah. had that he, he he had that that strike that, that went just wide of the, the, the horrible cluster. miss yeah horrible yeah he needed to score that
3: yeah and, and, and we see that and the thing is we call it horrible because we know how good he is and yeah. we know he usually finishes those easily and, goal, yeah. <laughs> yeah. again it's like it's on his left and we go oh man what are you doing bruv like you are dropping you know you're dropping off your own standards so it just goes to show how much talent he has in abundance. Um, you know, we are lucky to have him. Um he just has to continue, like you said, like like Romero, we, we just need this over the next eight games. If you're gonna have a purple patch, this is when you need to do it. Business end of the season, we're playing pretty much once a week um for the next few weeks, um against limited opposition, okay, who should give you an opportunity to run at them, to create space. <clears throat> you know, they're gonna be they're gonna have more mistakes in them hopefully than than we would, you know, or like a top-six team might do. Um, so, yeah, let's see what we can do. Um, but, yeah, it's good to see him scoring. Like I said, he's up to 14. I think he's got the second-most goal contributions in the league behind Mo Salah. Yeah. Um, yes. And that's, that's never a bad conversation to be in. I and mean, we know if Kane didn't have his three-month hiatus under um, Nuno at the beginning of the season, Kane would probably be up there as well. So, yeah. you know, we're, we're it's all good. You know, I'm, I'm content with that. With those two, yeah. definitely three. Yeah, I think I
2: think one point to note here as well with Sun is that when we speak about Sun being a streaky player, it's normally on the tail end of his form where he's dropping off and he's playing poorly. Now we're at the it, possibly we could be at the the other end where he's hitting form, and that can only bode well, for Spurs because we know what he's like when he gets on a run. Yeah, he can go four, five, six, seven games on a hot streak, just scoring and playing well. And if if there was ever a time Spurs needed that version of Sun, it's now. So it can only bode well. It can only bode well that we're uh, that we're seeing this side of Son um, in the business end of the season. Now, Asa, I wanted to speak to you on um, Harry Kane. I want you and Tops to, to to join here because one of the points which um, I wanted us to speak about is or one of the points which they put down in the agenda was the goal rush because we've seen a crazy goal swing over the past like three four weeks like of course we have to take the opposition into into consideration as well because we have played some pretty poor sides we played some of the worst sides in the league two of them in Everton and Leeds we played one of the worst in sides of the league in Brighton um we played a we, but we also played West Ham. Yes, they were jaded, but they're still West Ham. And we played a Newcastle side who went ten games unbeaten, and then they lost their last two prior to prior to um, to us. But we also played Man United. We went away to Old Trafford, and we still scored twice. Now, in fact, Asa, talk, to, talk I'll 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 get you to cover K. Okay? But Asa, what are your thoughts on the goal rush? And is this is this something that you expect to continue between now and the end of the season? Or do you, do you levy that more towards the, the opposition we're playing?
1: So I, I don't think it has any much to do with the opposition. I mean, look, like, yes, you're going to score more goals against Everton and Leeds and Newcastle than you are against, you know, United or City or, or, I mean, maybe not Arsenal. We'll see. Um But the, the point is, is that like, I don't expect us to score four and a half goals per game. Like I, I, I'm i not going to expect that, you know, I'm not expecting four goals a game from here on in, but there's no reason to me, especially, especially with the lack of Europe, lack of cup, like you got to play once a week. You can play your, your, your best 11. And that, that front three is they're working together. I mean, look, I was, I was, I thought that the fit between Kulisevsky and Kane was going to be super awkward because I thought that they both wanted to be in sort of the same space, but they, they, I mean, quickly, have figured it out between them so there's no reason to believe that that they can't keep scoring they can't keep working because the way that Benson Kerr and I mean as much as I I've, I've had problems with him Hoybier have been playing in the middle like it's progressing quickly you know and so the way that they're they're you know sort of shifting from defense to offense without just relying on Kane doing Kane shit um like it, it, it's, it's replicable. Right. So it's, it, you know, before when we would go on these r- goal runs, it was, Oh, Sonny is just being sunny, you know, like, okay, cool. We're going to get three goals because Sonny's going to do some stuff and Kane's going to hit those passes, mm. but that's not where we're scoring right now. We're scoring on, like, like I was saying before, like on, on sustained mm-hmm. movements and and on, on things that you can repeat over and over and over again. I mean, you're not going to score, you know, on those, on those sun runs behind, you know, multiple times a game but you can absolutely score multiple times a game, pinging the ball around, getting it to, to, you know, one of your wingers and crossing it in. Like you can score like that multiple times a game. So yeah. do I expect us to get four goals every game from here on in? No, but I do. I, I mean, I, I can't imagine that this team barring some some sort of shift in, in form and or health um, from, from it stopping, you know? And, and like you said, you know, Sun's a streaky player, but the thing about streaky players is you get them on a streak, and it's good. It's almost like like people use streaky as an insult, but if you catch someone on a streak, you can't stop them. Yeah. And I'm cool with that. Like, I'm cool with Sonny being just like, the best winger in the league for five games at a time. Like, I'm cool with that if it's the next five games.
3: <laughs> yeah. like, let's do just, it. Can I just quickly say, can I just quickly say um, Kane always finishes season strong. He's he's one of the players that can score nine in twelve. Do you know what I mean like, and I can't remember how many he scored. Obviously, one in fourteen in the first fourteen games, he scored eleven in the last fourteen. Like he can go on those runs, especially playing one game a week. So if we have Son and Kane in that kind of form, we're going to be dangerous, and, and we can get these goals in.
2: Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely a um, a mouthwatering sort of prospect having that having a front three is the one we have click uh has been amazing i think he really he really gets it he get he he's taken to this league like a duck to to water and he the understanding that he's built up with so many players in the team is scary and i think that's one thing that we need to give him a lot of credit for like it's one thing to to get your goals and assists but he's already Developed an understanding of Harry Kane. In addition to developing an understanding with one of the worst players that we signed at Matt Doherty, very hard. But he's he's actually developed even on the left hand side. It was them two that combined for the for for Doherty to assist into Emerson. So he's sort of getting more out of out of Doherty. He's obviously coming infield and helping in the defensive phase as well. Like he's. He's just a godsend and I think it was the extra inch they were talking about how like it's almost worked in our favour that he flopped that Juventus and I think it, it, it clearly has because when you look at what he's been able to produce so quickly, this should not be a 30, £35 million player. I'm sorry, it shouldn't. He should cost way more. He should cost yeah. way more. Yeah. He should cost way more. But anyway, Tops, um, I think Asa made a good point on... The goals that we're scoring is repeatable. Maybe not the maybe the number of goals might decrease when we're playing up against sides who aren't as sort of lax in their defensive shape. Um, I think it's fair to say that because we do struggle against deep blocks. Um, but the chance creation consistently is there at, at the very least, which is something that we didn't have frequently under <laughs> under the other two guys. Um, <laughs> but Harry Kane. Dave spoke about the, the run, that the, the goal scoring, but his playmaking, like it's crazy. Like, do you did you did you see um, managers like eventually sort of weaponizing the playmaking? Because we've seen him playmake like this for years, but really and truly it's only been, I think I'd say that stint, early stint with Pochettino in the 2018-2019 season, and then Jose last year and Conte this year. Where they are literally weaponizing his his playmaking.
4: Yeah, I mean, at this point, like, like you said, man, us guys on on the newsboys order, we've always been raving about his ability as a playmaker. Uh, we know exactly what kind of passing range he has and what sort of creativity he kind of has uh, in terms of creating chances and making assists for players in the team. So, to be honest with you. I think what Conte has maybe done, he's looked at his game and thought, OK, that's a part of your game that I can maybe utilise because now the way that my system is, I, I, I'm i a man who likes to have lots of sort of possession in that final third where I can create lots of chances. And we're getting a situation where Kane is not only getting in the areas where he can create for players, but also he's, he's actually finally getting back into the positions where he can finally be shooting and scoring. We're looking at him being... Arguably one of the best players of 2022 so far, um, in terms of the calendar year, he's got the most amount of goals, got the most amount of assists, most amount of shots on target, most amount of uh, passes or successful footballs balls made. You know, and obviously him getting that uh, March uh, Player of the Player of the Month award is a testament to his ability, not just from a goal scoring perspective, but but again as an all round sort of a uh, sort of playmaker like he was last season. I think it's also really interesting because. I was looking at Kane with lots of injuries that he had in the past, and the way he had been playing, and I, 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 don't know. Maybe I was kind of susceptible to the fact that maybe he was slowing down. But I always feel like this style is working in his favour, and he looks to have gone up, a, gone up a level in terms of not just his like his numbers in terms of what he's giving, but also like his general play. He looks a lot fresher, looks a lot fitter, and he's constantly a thorn in defences. Like not even just with his goalscoring and creating but literally, like, the runs he makes, the decisions he makes, things that he does when he doesn't even have the ball. So, I kind of feel like Conte, and Conte actually said something in in the media this week, something about him having the ability to cement his place in history because he knows his quality and he knows how to get the best out of him. So, I kind of feel like, at this point, we are very, very lucky. Like, I called him, after the Sunday game, I called him a door man, because I I just think there's no one that is playing at this level, like, like people talk about KDB and you know Greenish at, at Grealish at, uh, at Villa and Ozil at Arsenal, but like how many number nines are playing Premier League football matches, not scoring and leaving the game with a man in the match? Yeah, he's playing at such a high level. And to be honest with you, I need more goals. I saw Leicester. I think we've got. I think we've got Leicester at home. I need them to hold a couple still. I see Norwich away. I need them to hold a couple. Brentford as well come
1: through and
2: you used to hold a couple too. Yeah, at home, they, me, back, pay me, back. get some payback. You've got to get back in blood.
1: <laughs> owe them that stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, you're, I agree with everything you said on Harry Kane, man. And yeah, I think I think you answered the, the, the question I was making because I feel like Conte has been able to find that balance. Not only has he been able to weaponize Harry Kane's playmaking, but he's also placed an emphasis on his goal scoring, which is the key facet of his game. We can never forget that fundamentally, Harry Kane is a striker and his, his job in this team is primarily to, to get us goals and hopefully we'll see those goals come um, over the next couple of weeks. I think it's what, um, the last two games he hasn't scored in, so he did score against, um, he didn't score against Newcastle and he didn't score against, who's the team he played before Newcastle? West Ham. West Ham. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't score against West Ham, but it was brilliant. He was brilliant in that game as well. So not for the not for the lack of trying anyway. But um guys, um, top four. And I'm gonna merge this with Aston Villa preview. So top four, we have to speak about it. Spurs have put themselves into fourth spot. I kept saying some wrong information because I thought that was the first time we'd been in the top four this season, because I'm I i was not really believing that Nuno early season form where we were scoring like one goal a game and winning, but we were in the top four for the, for the at that period in time. So going into the top four after that win against Newcastle, that's the second time this season we've been in the top four. Of course, our closest and, to be honest, our direct rival for this spot will be Arsenal, who have got a game more that they still need to play, albeit against Chelsea. But heading into this Aston Villa weekend now, I want to get everyone's thoughts on top four. Do you believe Spurs will go on and get top four? Because I feel like it's good to do this every week because it's going to change. It's going to change. Let's be real. Spurs are going to drop some points. Arsenal are going to pick up some points where we don't expect. But they they might even drop some more points like they did on on, on Palace. So uh, I want to get your thoughts. Are Spurs going to finish in the top four? And I'll start with Asa. Not only are we
1: going to finish top four, I'm 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 a, I'm about to get real hot with you. Real hot take here. Yeah, go. <laughs> Finishing third. <sighs> Finishing third. Chelsea, Chelsea, I, and and you know what? I'm 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 the at Chelsea hour right now. Well, uh, it's I'm so saying fun. it Why are we doing? you Why are you telling
4: me? i I'm up. telling you right what
1: now. They 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 they've held seven go back, go back. <laughs> seven goals in the last four days. I, I'm, I'm sorry Chelsea Chelsea's trash I mean that's that's just, that's just reality uh, no, not, but but for real I I think um if you ask if you ask me you know to put my name on it are, are we getting top four um I think yes because and it's and it's not really because like I believe in the form that that Spurs are in so much but it's just about the games right like like you look at the games that Arsenal have to play um they're a lot more difficult you know, Chelsea. Chelsea is not going to be able to sit back and do and and just sort of get top four the, th- the way that we thought that they were going to maybe a couple of weeks ago. Um, so they're gonna be they're gonna be going all out to 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 stay top four because they're done in the Champions League. Um, so I mean, they're gonna be done. I know. I understand that they have a, you know. I understand they have an away game. They're they're not getting through. Um, so so it's going to be in- intensely important for them, especially trying to get people to pay money for them. Um to stay top four. So Chelsea, Chelsea need to stay top four. And so Arsenal have, have that game in hand, but it's against Chelsea. They got a, you know, we have another North London Derby, like that's going to be a big game. And the fact of the matter is, is that they just lost their two most important players. You know, the, the news came out, I, I think it was today or yesterday. Um, yeah. Yeah. Partey's done. Uh Trippier's done. So you know, if, if you're telling me that 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 this side is going to, to challenge for top four with Lokonga and Nuno Tavares, uh, okay.
2: Yeah, Tommy Yasu. Oh no, you meant oh Kieran Tierney. Taney. Sorry. Tierney. Sorry. Yeah,
1: Tierney, Tierney, Tierney. sorry. Um, like like you're going to challenge for top four with with Lokonga and and Tavares playing significant minutes. Okay, cool. That's the luck. Like I just, I, it has very little to do with Spurs and it has a lot to do with the, the 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 other team vying for it because we don't need to win all our games. We just need to get what. One more point than Arsenal, or the same another amount of points, and not lose by as much as they do. Um And I feel good about that. I feel, I feel like like it's not that we're the, necessarily the better team. We just have a better schedule.
2: Fair, fair enough. Fair. <laughs> Bruv, that is uh, to say, to say you're confident is an understatement, uh, Dave.
1: I'm, I'm, I, I have a stick to thing. I'm American. I have to do this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dave, uh, what's your thoughts?
3: My my initial thoughts is that I'm about to go viral for all the wrong reasons for being on the same pod as A. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Saying what he said, but no, um, I'm in that same kind of boat. It's actually more about the, the other teams going for it and their inconsistencies and injuries and whatnot. But obviously that can happen to us, you know. Unfortunately, we can have injuries, um, which well it did happen to us. You know, January we had Some, e- yeah. half our team out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the only injury we haven't had is the one that we usually have, which I'm not going to mention, just in case, you know, on the tenth um, <clears throat> But I think it's, it's, we've got players in form, you know, our front three are producing, we're playing against organised teams and learning how to break them down and open them up. When we get to two goals up on the team, I don't really feel... As, as nervous as I used to feel. You know, when you think, oh, it has to be 4-1 before I'm happy. <laughs>
1: you know, I think
3: when, against, especially against the teams we're about to play, the Aston Villas and whatnot, if we get to two, we get to three, I feel very confident that we can see the game out just because of the, the structure in the possession that we have. We don't give the boy easily. Um, we don't create many chances. We don't give opposition many chances. Um, but we still have errors in us. You know, we saw it with Lloris. With we know the likes of Emerson um Ben Davies, you know, if you think about um before Newcastle scored, <clears throat> uh who was it? Was it Joe Willock who had that kind of he slipped past Davies, Dyer yeah. was Romero blocks it on another day, that that you know, yeah. So we still have that. So I don't think we're necessarily going to waltz into top four as like you know we're gonna go on a stretch and win seven out of the next eight. But I do think we have enough to eke it by a point or two. Um, just on, like I said, the schedule is quite nice for us. One game a week. <clears throat> and and, why not? This is, and the, the the team are all giving them the right signals. No one's being humbled by it. They're, they're quite open saying, this is what we want. We're challenging ourselves. We're keeping the pressure on. This weekend was a big opportunity to do that before Arsenal played. Made sure they knew that we were in the, in the business. Um, obviously, they faltered under the South London Lights. Um, and then now this weekend, <clears throat> I think they're playing before us this weekend. Um, they've got a few injuries, you know, can we go in the, in the late game on Saturday <clears throat> and, and do what we need to do under the lights? You know, there's no other games on at the time. We know what we need to do. We'll know what we need to do by 5.30. Um, can we get that result? I think we can this weekend. Um, I think it'll be probably about 3-1 I'm um, going for. Um, I think they'll sneak a goal against us. Um, but we're, we're averaging 15 chances a game. You know, we're 15 shots a game over the past five games. That's a ridiculous amount if you can consider Nuno where we went whole games without shots on target and then and, and the such like so we're in really red hot form in the league. Um, and we don't have the distractions. We survived the injuries um, that we usually get over the international break. So let's do it. Let's just go and put the market down every weekend until we get to the North London derby or whatever. Let's go for it.
2: Cool. Fair enough, man. I hear it, I hear it. Um, Tops, you may as well, we may as well mix it with Aston Villa as well. You may as well give me your thoughts on top four and then you give me your prediction for for Villa. Yeah, man. Uh, Um,
4: A lot of my thoughts, Echo Dave's, if I'm honest with you, like um, generally as a Spurs fan, I've become generally quite pessimistic. But I don't know, just the one thing that's like keeping me kind of positive is that we are playing teams that are, in my opinion, inferior to us, and we are creating chances. And we happen to have guys who are just over their xG in terms of their ability to put chances away. So I kind of feel that like that is to our advantage. I, I also feel that like schedule is kind of good for us in terms of who we play um, at this point. Liverpool away is probably the biggest one. That I'm like yeah, that's, that's a difficult one and. If we were to lose that, you know, I wouldn't cry about it. But I just feel that, like, in my mind, the players should be buoyed by how they're playing, but I don't think they should see the bigger picture. In my opinion, they have every reason to go into every single game and concentrate on the job in every single game. So I just think they should just take it game by game. Personally, I think we nick it. I think we just nick it. And... um. Further, sort of supported by the fact that Arsenal have lost two players, who I think one of them, who I think is basically integral to the way that they they build and they play at the moment, um, and it's going to be a big hole for them to fill. Villa away, uh, I've watched them the last couple of weeks. They're, they're not a good side, if I'm honest. Yeah, 21 games, I think 10 losses under Gerrard. Um, Coutinho's not had it any in a while. Ramsey hasn't had anything, had anything in a while. Watkins scored a penalty last weekend, but then they've also got a really poor Mings. Um, Conce's not been playing that well. Like I uh, uh, I just think that like at home, they're just there to be got at. And whilst we can be defensively strong, I feel that we have enough like offensively to, to, to take the points. Um but I just think every game now we've got one game a week, apart from the Arsenal game, that's midweek. We just gotta concentrate on Getting all the weaknesses out of the teams that we play and using all of our positives to our advantage.
2: Mm. Um, fair enough, man. I think the Villa game is going to be interesting. I'll give the. I'll give. We can talk on the Villa game before I give my thoughts on top four. But um, the reason why I say it's interesting is because we've all seen Aston Villa the past couple of weeks. We've seen Aston Villa this season, and they're one of them teams where similar to to Man United, where they they're only good on paper because the reality is not what is not what it looks like when you look at their team on a on a on a piece of paper or on your on your football app because their form has been anything but consistent um their players have been anything but consistent yeah their top scorer like you said tops is 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 Ollie Watkins this season with like eight premier league goals or something like that um they're defensively they're not solid Um, they're not really a team that can keep the ball well and control matches as well. Like every single thing is pointing to a Spurs win, but it's exactly these type of games where I have to err on the side of caution because it's weird. Spurs have a really, Spurs since they've been promoted, we've got a good record there. Like we beat them there last season, beat them there the season before. Um, But yeah, like, as I said, everything is pointing to a Spurs win, but they just have enough quality to, to give us a bad day in the office. Let's be real, They really do like as bad as they've been as inconsistent as they are, they do have some good players that are capable of hurting us. And in the back of my mind, I feel like this one's going to end a draw, but I'm gonna go for a win. Cause I feel like we we're in a mode now where we just have to win. Um, and, Really and truly, you should be picking up points against Aston Villa. Like you look at their record, they've lost three straight in all comps. In the, well, they've lost three straight in the league, both home and away. And then even at home, they've got one home win in like five games. They've got one home win in five games out of their last three home games. They've lost twice. Like they're they're really not a good side right now. And if there is something to take encouragement from, it's the fact that the teams we have played in recent weeks, where they've been suffering. From a lack of form, we've actually gone there and done the necessary. We did it against Brighton, did it against Everton, did it against Leeds. We took our points and we bounced. So, I'm really, really hoping that we can we can repeat the same. Um, I'm actually going to go for a three-one as well, Dave. It was either a two-two or three-one. So, I'm going yeah. <laughs> <I'm laughs> they, go They've f-
3: not um, they, they've not been in the top ten or top eighteen like in about five months. So, so you know, all, all their wins. All their wins are coming against, you know, your Norwiches, your um, Brighton, who you know are in and around that kind of, but at the time weren't in the top ten, um, Newcastle, whatnot, Watford. But when they come up against, you know, the Arsenal's and, and West Ham's, they, they don't have enough. <clears throat> and I think it is because of the defense as well. tyro means is absolute cheats. Um, <laughs> and I think, you know, if if I'm if if I'm Harry Kane and I've gone two games without scoring, but my team has got um, what is it? Five in one game, and, and and I don't know. How many? What did we get against? So we have got eight in two games, and I've not scored one. I'm going right, Tyrone. Come, let's have a lesson. It's it's it's, it's teaching time today.
2: Mm.
1: So um, yeah, let's do it. Um, three one.
2: Fab, Asa, were what, what you what are you going for?
1: So I I think I think three one is is good. I want to point out like they 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 beat Southampton at home. Uh, in what was it in in early March? March the 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 game before that that they won the last game they won at home was Leicester in like November. They're not they're not a like, it, it's not like that's a a, t- a tough place to go and get a result you know and and like you said like they're they're not very good like that's just like what it comes down to like they have they have players who you say to yourself like oh he could be useful if you know if we could go out and get him but like they're they're a FIFA team. Right, like they they have all got really high ratings and they they're not good, you know. So so I think three one, and I think it's a comfortable three one. I think it's like a get up two nil, you know. They get something cheap in like the seventy fifth, eightieth. You get a little bit nervous, and then you know they break their shape to try to to try to get a second one, and, and we kid them on the counter. Sunny Sunny gets a goal after the eighty fifth minute, make it three one. Go home.
2: It's just it's just the Spursiness, isn't it? Because we did, we've been in this situation before and yeah. where, where it looks like a bank card. They just, yeah, you know this. Yeah,
1: no, no, no. I mean, going into this game, like if, if you ask me two minutes before I start watching this game, what my prediction will be, it'll be like Spurs are going to lose. But, but <laughs> now, like I have, I have like, I can be sober about it and be like, okay, like they're bad. Spurs are good. But like, I'll do the same thing we all do, which is like going into that game, you're just like, well, all right, how are we going to screw this one up? But mm-hmm. I don't think we do 3-1.
2: Fair. Fair. Um, I guess that's it then with Aston Villa. Uh, and I guess let me quickly give my thoughts on top four. Let me not ramble on. Um Top Four as it stands, I'm still gonna go to Arsenal to get it. Um it's one, it's still in their hands. Two, they have been outside of Man City in Liverpool, they've been the most consistent side in the league in in the calendar year. So one loss against Crystal Palace. I don't just expect them to just fall away. But one thing that does sort of encourage me in terms of Spurs' chances is the absences that they're going to have. We saw how they struggled with no Kieran Tierney the other day. Even though Nuno Tavares has actually had some some decent games for them this season earlier on, um, and uh, of course losing Thomas Party is literally the fulcrum of their of their midfield. Like you lose him, that's that's a huge huge blow. And it could, it could be a blow, not only a huge blow physically in terms of the quality that they can churn out in their football, but psychologically, it could be a blow as well because they're losing one of their generals at that team. Um, and you look at their record with and without party; it really is concerning if you're an Arsenal fan. But listen, um, injuries are part and parcel. Like Dave said, we could get injuries now. Um, I want to see how it pans out. I, I want to see a bit more from Spurs before I... Go all chips in and say, Yeah, we're going to get top four. Um, my view is if we can keep it to what it's like now or maintain a gap, no more than three points, both way, either us three points um, ahead, heading into the North London Derby, or them three points ahead, heading into the North London Derby. As long as the gap is no more than three points, heading into that game, that's when I'll come out swinging. I'll say, Yeah, 100% Spurs are going to get top four. Because I think that's when. We'll do the business I, i'm firmly sure 1000 sure we'll beat them at home and yeah. and i think we'll see i think we'll see the the, the the last two games out so we'll see we'll see um i think we've covered everything guys yeah it's been a great chat it's been a great chat it's been it's 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 a it's a nice time man <laughs> it's very it's funny it feels very therapeutic to actually Speak positively about our team and not lambast them because <laughs> we <laughs> we've we been doing a lot of cooking over the past couple of months, man. And it's not been fun, man. No one enjoys coming on here and slating this team. We want to see Spurs winning because when Spurs are winning, it just makes us happier. Yeah, it does. Um, anyway, guys, thank you for hopping on. It's been a really good pod. For those who are still watching and listening, make sure you subscribe to all the socials. At New Spurs Order um, on Instagram on Twitter at Touchline tracker Fracas on Instagram and Twitter as well. As I said, if you are a baller and you watch Spurs and you like this pod, hit us up. No dead ballers. No dead ballers. NB No dead ballers. If you're a dead baller, I don't want to hear about it. I'm just going to delete your your message. If you're <laughs> if you're a good baller, message me or oh, message us. Sorry, message the the uh, Twitter account, uh, Asar, Thank you for hopping on, bro. Um,
1: Thanks for well, having me. I, I mean, I, this is what it's all about, right? Like, you get to April and you care about your team. That's that's all you can ask for.
2: This is it, Cheers. guys. Cheers. How, how exciting is it that we're actually we've actually got something to play for the last eight
3: games of the season? Are You not happy about that? Conte, that's Conte, Conte man. man. There you that's go,
2: Conte, my manager. Hold <laughs> 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 you. Man. Booker T, thank you for hopping on, Dave, Don Antonio, guy, bro. Mate, 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 thank you for hopping on, man. Thank you for hopping on. Um, Folks, make sure you smash the like. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you follow us on all the socials. And we will be back next Thursday evening, hopefully, to talk about another Spurs win. Until then, take care. Peace out.
0: On debut Tonga Longbele has scored the equalizer for Spurs. Lucas Mora clips it. Oh great goal <laughs> Stephen Burfoy has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Oh yeah! Sports Social Podcast Network.